0: If you had a gravestone of 2020, that's what it would say. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is Chief and my dudes? I hope you're having a fantastic Friday. Welcome to our one-year anniversary podcast. This is our 52nd episode. You've been with us for 52 weeks theoretically. I'm hoping that you guys are not fools and you're following us and... You're checking to make sure while recording that your mic is actually connected and you're recording through the mic and not your MacBook because we literally just went through about half the episode and Bryce goes, oh shit, it's not recording. half, 30%. <laughs> what is it? Nine minutes, nine minutes. Some of our episodes are 20 minutes long. That's like half, dude.
0: Guys, you know what they say, it takes a year for you to develop a bad habit.
1: Ah, oh, I see smart happy
0: anniversary it's been an entire year 52 weeks we started this thing before the pandemic in february just as like a fun thing to do and then march hit with the pandemic and it turned into like a hey let's actually do this thing weekly and 52 weeks later you guys if you've been with us the whole time thank you it's been an amazing ride did not think i would have a podcast let alone a podcast that's gone weekly for an entire year so this has been awesome
1: yeah it's been an awesome uh experience and like I said a learning curve as well because we started out back in my grandma's house on our dining room table recording five podcasts in one sitting while being trash out of our mind and now we've evolved to social distancing from each other's houses and recording it over the phone through a GoPro on my end through a camera on yours we've had countless bugs where I forgot to turn the mic on And now Bryce forgot to turn the mic on. You know, my GoPro lost footage at one point or I was recording through my laptop and the footage was like shooting through a potato. It was just it's been a learning curve, but it's been an awesome experience. And like Bryce said before on the beginning of the podcast. Before he found out his mic wasn't working, we've always kind of created stuff together from disc golfs that we painted, uh, rapping for a, a brief moment, um, running a marathon and now a podcast. I'm excited to see what else is in store. And I think that this is an awesome experience and I hope we make it 10 more years. Next
0: in store, we do luchador wrestling.
1: Dude, I'm in, let's get those masks and let's just get yoked out of our mind. Let's freaking do it. <laughs> it. It will be called the Wonder Bros and just elbow drop everyone. Oh, there you go.
0: Perfect. Folks, it's been a crazy year. Um, there's been a lot that everyone has had to deal with over the last 12 months. Um, you know, luckily for us, we haven't had any like crazy things like in terms of like loss of life or any close ones that have died anything like that but we've learned a lot of lessons in the past year and what we would like to do as this anniversary episode free of charge we're gonna learn you 10 things that we discovered this year that we think are worth you listening and if you don't want to hear it just let us know right now all right that's what i thought no one said anything no objections at all that's awesome So here's 10 things we learned in the last 12 months, Chief and Podcast Owl, one year anniversary celebration, bonanza, shebang. Daniel, kick us off.
1: I learned this pandemic, this is early on. Um, If you put spicy enchiladas in front of me, I don't care if I've just eaten, if I'm starving, if I had a light snack, I'm going to devour every bit of it. I have a problem with uh, self-control when it comes to food, candy, food. Drinks doesn't matter if it's in front of me. I'm probably going to eat it. So I learned that through the pandemic, especially being stuck at home and it having it readily available at all times. I just devoured a bunch of food. The funny thing is, though, I actually lost weight during the pandemic because I wasn't working out as much. So I was just gaining fat and not muscle. So I got skinny, <laughs> like in a weird skinny fat way. <laughs> it's it odd.
0: That's funny. I feel like I did the same thing. I reversed Captain America. Totally. Which, where I like was I was normal, and then I actually like worked out a ton and then like i just thought and just like all went away
1: so yeah that's uh i have no self-control that's what i found out
0: no self-control number one My number one is patience is overrated. We had a wedding this year, a honeymoon plan, but not only that, kind of just like taking a step back and looking at it from like a 30,000 foot view, just other trips, uh, everything that everyone's had to reschedule. Um, Just the idea of waiting for something to happen. If you want to go get something, go get it. If you want to do something, do it. The more you wait, I think it's more of a waste of time because you run a far greater chance of either A, being disappointed when that time actually comes and the thing you get actually appears, or B, not even getting it at all thus it's a mute point of trying to be patient to try to wait or get something that you wanted like if you're able to get it just fucking go and
1: do it yeah true plus you have that anxiety of doing it which if you just did it in the first place you wouldn't have that anxiety and then afterwards if you don't do it you're like oh shit i should have done that and that's what you don't want to live your life with you don't want to live your life with any regrets no regrets. No regrets. All right. So yours is, what What would we call that? No regrets?
0: No, patience is overrated.
1: Okay, patience is overrated. Um, my number two is... After turning 26, I was off my parents' health care plan, so I had to start paying for my own. And in this last year, I've been paying out the ass for health care, and I haven't gone to the doctors. I think I've gone to the doctors once this year and once last year. And then that's like two times in a matter of 5 years that I've actually gone. Maybe even maybe even 6 years. It's a scam, dude. I'm paying like 125 to 140 a, a month for health care, and I've only gone twice in the last 6 years. That's bull. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. The entire insurance industry, health, auto, home,
1: yeah. all of it is
0: like they're banking on you not being a fuck up. And then though, if you are a fuck up, then the rates go way higher. So it's uh-huh. all kind of just like it's a crazy scam because there's no way if everyone fucked up at once, they'd be out of business.
1: Yeah, it's like uh, that Yogi Berra commercial for Geico. He's like, whoa, whoa, not so close. You think i got that insurance? They're like, what insurance is that, Yogi? The insurance that you really need to have. If you don't have it, that's why you need it. It's true. The blank insurance. He's so funny, dude. I love his sayings. One of his sayings was, you should go to people's funerals. Otherwise, they might not go to yours.
0: <laughs> How can they go? No. He's so dumb. I feel like it's not him being funny. I feel like he's just dumb.
1: No, he's that's he's being serious. He really doesn't. I know. He thinks that that's fine. And then at the end of that commercial, he goes, and they give you cash, which is just as good as money. <laughs> All right, number two is insurance is a scam. Total scam. All right. My number two is
0: media, not just social is brain cancer and i think throughout the pandemic uh you know the racial protesting for justice election season everything over the past year it's put a massive exclamation mark on the idea that social media is very dangerous got like highlighted in documentaries like uh was it the
1: not the inconvenient
0: truth Uh, there's some network yeah social dilemma
1: social dilemma there we
0: go um, yeah, I'd be shocked if there was a massive analysis of like all posts over the last 12 months and the majority was not aggressive or like hateful content from either side. I'd be like absolutely shocked if that wasn't the vast majority of stuff. Yeah. I learned this past year that separating entirely from your phone media and everything else can be a much needed cleanse and a very good mental health check. But the things are addicting, dude. It's bad.
1: Well, they make it that way. They make it addicting so that you stay on your phone. And that way, like any notification, you're like, oh, 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 someone's trying to reach out to me. And you get all excited. It's, insane. it's terrible. It's it is. It's poison, dude. I, uh, I don't know, maybe like two years ago, I sent just I just felt like I was on my phone too much. So I sent out a a, a Facebook or, or Instagram post and I was like, hey, guys, just so you know, I'm going off the grid for like two to three days. If you need to contact me, contact my sister. She still lives here. So there you go. And everyone was like, is Daniel OK? it's you, right? <laughs> I was like, dude, I just want to be off my phone. And I still used it for like, I use my phone for music and stuff, but I was, you know, only using that in the car. Cause I don't listen to the radio. I just plug it into my aux cord, but I didn't want to have to be
0: airplane mode the whole uh, time. Yeah,
1: airplane mode the whole time. So that was it. Like I wasn't getting any texts, no mm-hmm. notifications. And you know what? When I took my phone off of airplane mode, that thing died. It died from how much vibrating it was going. It was like, I'm like, okay, good. Because that means that I had a problem because clearly (laughs) there were like a thousand texts and notifications and emails and stuff. I'm like, if that was in a matter of three days, imagine what it is in a year. That's insane to think about. Oh, that's it? You only did three days? I think I did three days. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's not very long. It was nice, though. It was a great cleanse.
0: I did the same thing too, uh, but accidentally. And I thought all my friends just started like not talking to me. I had some old kind of like Android phone, and forever, whatever reason, it just like was disconnected from service, or it was almost like on airplane mode, but it wasn't. I think I remember that. Yeah. And I don't know why. Randomly, one day, I just decided to turn it off and then turn it back on. And I was like, oh, I got here's all my messages. I was just. Ghosting people for like a day and a half or something.
1: But so if I remember correctly, I don't know if this is the same time. But I sent you a text and I was like, "Dude, you never responded to this." And you're like, "Oh, I never got the text in the first no, place." No, that
0: happened. No, that was different. There was that's when I had an iPhone. I was later in life. Oh, okay. But there was like. A consistent, and it probably might still happen. I feel like most of m- most of you guys, you, Brendan, Kyle, all had Samsungs, had an iPhone, and there would be times where I legit send a text and it doesn't come through, or you send one and it doesn't come through, and I would, like yeah. have the proof. It's like this isn't here. Uh-huh. So was, and then we then we actually thought. like sat
1: down and sent the text to each other like while we we're in the same room and it was like okay I'm not getting this text at all. So, I don't know uh-huh. what's going on. Was that number 3?
0: That was my number 2. Social media is brain cancer.
1: Got it. Okay. Now, my number 3 is I learned this 2 days ago and I absolutely love it. It's the cool it's it's amazing. You're going to you're going to smile when you hear it. Squirrels forget where they hide 80% of their nuts. They completely forget where they hid them. And that is why they are the leading tree planters in the world. They plant (laughs) thousands of trees every year. And so I I had an epiphany while I was reading that. I'm like, that's beautiful, I love that. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't look at being forgetful as a bad thing. Maybe maybe you're just planting trees, man. You're planting trees for someone else's benefit. (laughs) Just giving other people free shit. Yeah, exactly. And then, I can't
0: believe, Daniel, you were giving you were given 365 days of insightful information to choose from for a lesson. one of your lessons is squirrels
1: forgetfulness. It's more of just like an adorableness. Like I love the fact that <laughs> they hide so many and forget we're 80%. Imagine, oh, imagine man. if I made a million dollars and I forgot where I put 80% of that income. Jeez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's their income, dude. That's their food source, is the nuts that they hide. And they freaking forget about them. And that's how trees <laughs> are planted. <laughs> that is so funny. That
0: <laughs> is hilarious. How do they even survive? They're working way harder than they need to.
1: Way harder. If they just remembered 25% more, they'd be like, oh. We can actually lounge about. We can just make a hammock and just chill, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So you got insurance is a
0: scam. Uh, You have low self-control and squirrels are adorably forgetful. All right. My number three is nobody really knows what they're doing. dude. This is something I've learned.
1: I wrote that down. Really? That was one of my things that I put down. But then I was like, oh, I got to just get that out of there because like, of course, no one knows what they're doing, but no one's going to admit that. And then I freaking deleted it. That's so crazy. That was the closest we've ever been, had to there overlap, dude.
0: So we grew up thinking that like our parents, famous people, the government, all these people of perceived power, we always think that they understand what they're doing. You know, they tell us what we should do and how we should do it. But at the end of the day, nobody really knows shit. Seeing like I you're, you were able to see this past year in the pandemic, it was like mind blowing how little control anyone had over the situation. Just seeing how the world shut down and literally nobody had answers or solutions. Showed me just how little people really know, yeah. and uh, just outside of that, like I find solace in that idea, like because even in my job or my personal life, if like you're in a rut, you're like, man, am I even good at this? You can like definitely have confidence that someone else that you perceive as being good at their job or the better person has asked themselves the same thing.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: nobody knows what they're doing.
1: Like you said, we learned that you know through the pandemic because they're like, oh yeah, these are regulations. This is what you should be doing. Oh, you know what? Never mind. This is completely wrong. Don't do that. Do this instead. Like literally today, I just found out that they're they're now making it four feet rather than six feet of social distancing. Like, oh, it was 15 before. Now it's six. Now it's four. This is nuts. I also saw a, an interview with Hugh Jackman and he's talking about his role as uh, Wolverine for X-Men. And he, when, he, when he first showed up, he was like, this is really awkward. This is super awkward. But if you watch the movie, you think, oh my gosh, of course, he's perfect for this role. He is the best person out of all the X-Men. You have no doubt in your mind that he knew what he was doing. But he goes in there and says, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just hoping that whatever I was doing would stick. And then he says, you being uncomfortable is good because a lot of good can come out of being uncomfortable. What you don't want to do, you're like this morning, I didn't want to go to a workout class, but I'm like, you know what? If I don't go, I probably won't go tomorrow. I won't go the next day. If I just keep a consistent schedule and make myself uncomfortable, I was tired as hell when I woke up, but I did it anyway. And I felt amazing afterwards and I feel great now. So sometimes you just got to push through it, man. If you don't know what you're doing, figure it out as you go. No one knows what they're doing. And when we were growing up, our parents are growing up with us, dude. Yeah, that's such a weird thing. I mean, because we're we we're 27 now and my parents had me when they were about 25, maybe 26. They were growing they up with you, me, dude. They you
0: at 25? I think so. You were so. the youngest. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? How old did they have Chelsea at?
1: I don't know. Maybe 22. Dang,
0: that's so young.
1: I think so. I mean, they've been married for a long time. (laughs) All right, that was my number three. What's your four? All right, my number four is... So you mentioned this actually uh, earlier. You said that luckily we haven't had any uh any deaths or anything but you know last month or last last week we had to put down max and that was like a huge hit dude like our whole family was just completely shook by that um so my number four is never take time with the people that you love for granted because you never know when they're not going to be there you know and i feel like this whole year i didn't take him for granted and i'm so happy i didn't because it would be so crappy If I look back and regret. Yeah, that'd be hard to handle. So never take people for granted, guys, because you don't know if the last time you see him will be the last time you ever see them.
0: Yeah, that's very true. it's sad, man. He was the best. He was, man. R.I.P. Max. I like that one a lot.
1: That's a good sentimental
0: one, Daniel. Way better than squirrels being forgetful. (laughs) Dude, that's so sentimental. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number four is a uh, personal one. For me, I found out that I knew I kind of knew this, but it was like way more exposed that I thrive under schedules or patterns. It's just like my personality, like I went through multiple different cycles during the pandemic. At first, I was a mess. I didn't like listen to my normal podcast like I would I had a routine when I was driving to work every day I had a gym routine, all this stuff, all of that got wiped away. I stopped working out, you know, I had bad days where even just working at home, I forgot to brush my teeth, I would just get up in the morning and work and then it'd be like, 2pm I'd be like oh my breath is disgusting I haven't brushed my teeth yet um, and that's all because you know everyone's schedule is forced to shut down but it's just about being intentional once I actually implemented a new schedule like waking up early doing the push-ups thing every hour going on hikes like with my brother then I felt way more comfortable in the repetition but something that I don't know if I can even master but I have a hard time of finding the point and like hovering in the middle of something I feel like I'm either all the way in or all the way out But like if I, it's, I don't know if I can stay in the middle. I'm either like 90 to 100 or zero to 10. Like I can't operate in the 10 to 90 range, if that makes sense.
1: No, I get that. Cause I'm kind of the same way, but I would say I'm more lax than you with a lot of things. Like if, if I am, if I'm on a schedule and it's, I'm on that schedule for too long, I'll go insane. I, I cannot do the same thing every single day. I'll freak out. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like. It, it, it's like I'm in a simulation and it's just like, okay, day one, he did this. Day two, he did this. And I feel like I'm I'm living someone else's life. If I don't break out of my routine every now and then, I'll freak out, man. I'll bug out. Yeah. So I get that, but I think I'm more lax in that sense. But yeah, I mean, the whole like not being able to go like half in, that's good. That's a good thing because that means- that, Kind of, you know,
0: but it means I'm, e- I'm either on or off. There's no midway. Yeah, but
1: that's good because then you're either all in or
0: all out. Yeah, but it's like on- good health habits too. Like I'm either going to the gym five days a week or I'm not
1: going. Ah, okay. Then that's not good. Don't do that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I just can't find the middle zone. Is like just, I, I don't know if I've ever like consistently for a month or two months gone to the gym like two days a week and that's it ever or two or three. You know what I mean? Like having a day off here and there.
1: Yeah. See, I'm more on, I'm more on that. Like I'll, I'll do three on, one off, three on, one off, maybe four on and then two off. I have a weird a weird schedule with that stuff, but I can never do, I can't do seven days on. Like I said, I'll go insane. Oh, I could do that shit. No, no, no. Cause then I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm just doing the same thing over and over. But I do like the results. I have, I have noticed that when I do go like once every day, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why we're doing it. I see now.
0: (laughs) All right. You're up. What's your fifth lesson you learned this past year? My
1: fifth and final lesson is I can eat exactly 3.5 full plates of spicy enchiladas before it wrecks my shit, dude. (laughs) I learned that three times during this pandemic. Okay, three times. Every time it was spicy three enchiladas. Times. Yeah, because I was trying to figure out what it was that I was eating that was just fucking me up, man. Because I was eating so much. Fool me once. I was eating so much <laughs> that I didn't know what it was that was messing up my stomach. And then three days or three times later, I figured it out, man. Don't give me three and a half plates of spicy enchiladas or else I'm going to have bubble guts and hot snakes, all right?
0: Yeah, that just refers back to your first lesson that you have no self-control. Stop at one or two plates and you'd be fine, maybe.
1: Maybe. I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. That's why it's on there twice, man. It's a lesson that I had to learn the hard way throughout this whole year.
0: Alright, there you have it. Insurance is a scam. Three and a half plates of spicy enchiladas wrecks you. Spend more time with your loved ones. Squirrels lose their nuts and you have no self-control. Yes. If you had a gravestone of 2020, that's what it would say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: awesome <laughs> Oh man! all right here's my final one this is like one that i've tried to put into practice and you have to keep thinking about it like repetitively for it to like actually stick I have a really hard time to do it like your destiny and your day-to-day like um, mental state is entirely up to you again this is a practice that i it's hard to upkeep daily but when you embrace it like it's really powerful the thought that other people don't make us feel bad and put us in situations but rather it's the way that we let other people make us feel is the way that we feel you know what i mean so like if you're being an asshole to me and i feel bad i'm automatically gonna be like oh he made me feel bad i'm gonna be in a bad mood but if you're like more mentally tough and you'd be like no i'm not gonna let him put me in that mood Then you're bulletproof. I think that idea is so powerful. If you could really, really just keep it a part of like your daily thought process, I've been trying to do that, and it's like it helps a ton.
1: Yeah, it's super beneficial because if you have tough skin, it makes it so much easier for you to just kind of shrug it off and say whatever. But uh, I actually have a daily a day calendar you flip over every day, you know, and. It's called you are a badass and I love this calendar because every day it's like I'm starting the day off great with this little calendar like snippet, you know Um, But one of the things that it said was thoughts turn into words which turn into actions So if you're only thinking negative things, you're gonna say negative things and you're gonna do negative things So if you can control your own mind and think positive things rather than this guy was an asshole Just think hey, I'm a great person. I'm doing great stuff and then you'll do great stuff.
0: That's 1,000% true. I love that thought, the thoughts and words and actions. And then I think pass at it's habits. Thoughts turn into words, turn into actions, turn into habits or patterns or some shit like that.
1: I heard that 60 days. 60 days is how long it takes you to develop a habit so if you can do yeah, something for,
0: i've heard so many different things there
1: i feel like that's true though because if you're doing something for 60 days consistently or like 14 maybe it's 30 maybe it's 30 because that's why you get like a one month free trial of stuff Ooh. oh and then they're like it's he's got a habit of it now now he can't live without it whoa <laughs> did i just psychologically break down free trials yeah is calling What is your 2020 tombstone looking like?
0: Uh, My 2020 tombstone is beautiful. It's patience is overrated. Media is brain cancer. Nobody really knows what they're doing. I thrive under schedules and your destiny is entirely up to you.
1: All right. I kind of like yours but I really like mine. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I like mine a lot better.
0: Mine's missing just a little bit of the spicy enchilada.
1: Yeah, maybe like three and a half plates of it. Let's learn
0: from these lessons. These big ideas, I don't know how you can learn from some of yours, like the squirrel one, but let's put that into practice during this next year of the Chief and Podcast. All right, let's do it. Folks, I hope you enjoyed not only this podcast, but some of the content that we've produced been producing over the last year we will
1: continue to do so we enjoy it and we hope you do as well and from all of us here at chiefin keep it chiefin keep it chiefin